Hello and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Mir and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the host who knows a good CW movie when he sees one. I am Danny and you can catch my new show on CW this coming fall. Also joining <laughs> us is the host who does everything at least half cocked. Oh, buddy, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> fingers uh, on the trigger too i'm like you're ready to shoot yeah blast, <laughs> blast. how are you guys doing dude i'm so tired but i'm good dude, seriously what the fuck it's been a long week the summer the heat it kind of wears you out yeah, man. yeah but you know what like i have like all these projects being done and who knew taking care of like a one-year-old was so like tiring uh so uh, I don't recommend being a father to anybody. Once they reach, I thought it was once they reach like 10 months, they can take care of themselves. That's what no, I thought. No, 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 no. Uh, I think you have to leave them out in a while so you could, uh, so they so can they start can, fending for themselves. Yeah. So they can communicate with wolves. Exactly. Or monkeys. <laughs> hey, when, when's the last time you guys saw a movie where the primary uh, theme was a, a plane being hijacked and, and not, not, so, not rewatching Air Force One? Flight 93. <laughs> Yeah, so it's Flight been... 93? <laughs> I have no idea if that's even a movie. I think it was. United I think it's United 93, something like that. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there might be a Flight 93, because I remember there was that one in the theaters, and then A&E released one also. Uh, oh, wow. I was going to say, did Asylum do one? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Uh, how do you do a twisted version? Well, then again, there is the movie that had 9-11 as a twist ending, so oh, yeah, that's I, I guess right. you can do whatever you want oh, wow. with any tragedy. I keep well, forgetting about that. The, the reason I ask is because I watched that Blood Red Sky movie on Netflix, and yeah. the whole premise of it is some guys are hijacking a plane and there's a, one of the passengers is a vampire which sounds goofy because it is goofy but it's a really good movie as i was watching it i was thinking like wow i haven't seen a movie in this setting in probably like 10 or 15 years <laughs> that's a very good point like we haven't gotten a, a real good plane movie in quite some time and, and it's so crazy too because i'm watching it and it's like it's really tense because you know obviously it's one location no matter how big the plane is yeah. it's still where are these people gonna go <laughs> yeah totally. so, i mean they're going it's one of those planes that has like you know uh it's an international flight so it's a larger plane that's big enough to like uh ship cars in and stuff so there's a kind of an upstairs and a downstairs type thing but it's still a plane yeah. <laughs> it's it, a flight it, plan there you go <laughs> flight plan that's his, when did that come out oh wow. While back too, <laughs> I was thinking snakes on a plane. Oh, oh man, plane, yeah. <laughs> Gee, I was thinking yeah. Air Force One, and that was like in '94. Or something. Man, you know, my first thought was the Langoliers. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's super, like, it's super interesting. Like, like I'm. This sounds great. I want to watch it as soon as possible. You know, this movie it it reminded me of, and I'm not going to compare it to it because Train to Busan is just an amazing movie it has a lot of the uh, similar themes in it regarding the uh emotion that it's going for now it it isn't like like train to busan for those who've seen it can i, I mean you've seen it blake right i mean oh yeah it's a pretty emotional movie I'd totally. say. Uh, it's definitely going for that same feel and it doesn't quite give the same gut punch as that movie does but it's still it's really good it's really fun and uh it'll also make you think when the hell is the last time i saw a movie where there's people hijacking a plane no kidding two things about that i've been craving a bloody mary forever and i really want one again because mm. i always have a bloody mary on an airplane also that's definitely how this movie's like conceptually was conceived <laughs> So some guy was on a plane drinking a Bloody Mary, like, oh, like, man, I'm kind of a kind of a vampire when I get on a flight. I always drink a Bloody Mary. 
scary. And then he was like, ding, light bulb, vampires on a plane. Vampires on a plane, Netflix. Cha-ching! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly how all that went. Exactly. So do you, like, so I didn't realize until I had watched the movie, I was like, wow, I kind of miss these movies because the, the tension is there like the entire time. Do you, do you miss those movies? I don't think I miss them. I, I think when they come about, it's like I think that's when I have the most fun with. I think it's just like it's unexpected surprise. Does that make sense? Well, you know, I think um, Cinderella said it best. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Statement. <laughs> oh boy! So uh, the uh, the Cannes Film Festival just passed, and I actually was talking to someone about it uh, about a week ago, and they kept referring to it as the Canes Film Festival, which I thought was like hilarious. Oh, <laughs> like raising canes. Like raising canes. <laughs> it's what you know, whether it's cans or can, I get it, you know, because the French have a weird thing about the last con the last consonant on a word. But canes? I mean yes. <laughs> come on, there's two ends in there. But, um, <laughs> what a hillbilly. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, the winner, of the, the Palme d'Or is like the biggest award that you could win there. Uh, last year, they didn't have the festival, but the year before, uh, Parasite won it, which went on to set all those records at the Academy Awards. So this year, uh, I'll, I'll pronounce it in English, um, Titanium won the award. It's directed uh, by the same director who did 2016's Raw, which uh, I believe both of you have seen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Yes, no. Hey, baby, I like it, Raw. <laughs> it's, it's good it's really good i mean it's you know it was only five years ago so i won't get the spoilers for it but i think it's a, a great movie with an awesome ending it's a great ending yeah it is that's good boy that's also kind of an emotional roller coaster it is it's it's yeah it's out there it's, it's really yeah, out totally. there. so um i think it was i was talking to you about it like uh, this titanium movie i was talking to you about it where uh the synopsis of the movie was just a definition of the term <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so um i won't get into spoilers for the movie but uh i thought it was interesting that it won the award because one um and i guess this isn't a big spoiler because there's multiple outlets that their headline was a movie about woman who gets impregnated by car when wins palm door which i thought was a funny description of the movie but uh what really made me what's really exciting to me i think it's kind of cool is that this basically body horror exploitation film won the biggest award of arguably the biggest festival in the world um yeah. do you guys think that genres getting like the genre films are getting more respected i think so i think that's kind of proof in the pudding where did it start i don't know maybe some of this a24 kind of vibe is giving everybody like hey it's art horror movies can be art too i don't know but i think it's definitely there's definitely something to that it's a uh, weird with like you mentioned the a24 um i think that that's the first time when their movie started coming out that i started hearing the term of uh, prestige horror yeah so it's kind of like there there's there's like a definite like uh yeah there's a line there's your regular kinda hate, horror kinda hate yeah. That. yeah it's kind of like there's the normal horror for cretins you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there there's the prestige horror for the normal people Oh my god! <laughs> Real, it's really white collar horror. You know? it's, the, it's 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 not the nine to five dig a ditch horror. This, this, this is a college educated horror. Um, I, I think it's really cool to see because it's it's a really big award and it is an award that's that a lot of times it kind of foretells who's going to be nominated for oscars and things like that so, so you mentioned that uh parasite was or won this i guess yeah parasite was yeah. the last one yeah. won it, and then 
at the Academy, it just, you know, it went nuts at the Oscars. So, yeah. That's so, man, I'm like, I'm about ready to rewatch that. I think it's been long enough. I, I love that movie. That's, um, it had been like, there's a lot of movies that I, you know, really enjoyed watching and they're really good, but it's kind of rare that you watch a movie and you're just like totally blown back and you're like, holy shit, like this is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Parasite, after that was over, it definitely gave me that feeling. Absolutely. I, I think I have like that kind of, I have, I want to see Parasite again, but I don't think I'm ready yet. I, sure. I've been wanting to watch it. I, 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 I even got it as a gift and it's still wrapped up. I think Knives Out, I saw that again maybe but i think i got it in the background so I, it was i was just like all right it's just something to have but i feel like if i'm gonna really want to enjoy a movie again it i really i have to just be ready for it, it yeah, like, yeah yeah totally so i i feel like now that it's i i think these movies like that we review and everything those are the only times that i give like give a lot of my time to like all my time to like i don't work we know you can't pay attention to shit danny oh i can't i can't that's why i love the movie theater so much (laughs) yeah because i'm like i'm there i'm 100 percent there and uh and that's one of the things that I was like, I notice about myself today. Yeah, my last theater experience was awesome. Full popcorn, big pickle. It was awesome. <laughs> that is, uh, last one I saw was, I, I unfortunately didn't go to get to see Black Widow, but I saw, well, it's still, it's still saw. That's the spiral. That's the last one that I saw. And it was cool. A green night, though, in a couple of weeks, yes. I will be there to watch that movie. And just spoiler alert for everybody, we are doing a special edition completely yes. devoted to the green night so which is going to lead into fantasy horror month in august so just for those of you who love fantasy horror definitely stick around next month and just you know for those who want to listen to like the greatest podcast in the world then (laughs) (laughs) definitely check us out um some past winners of the palm door are uh pulp fiction i mean one of the greatest movies ever Uh, wild at heart arguably david lynch's movie damn really wow that's a great movie yeah these are like really good movies of uh have uh, won the award from there i mean there's stuff like uh blue is the warmest color which is i, I think is a really mm. good movie but it didn't it didn't get the like the international claim that other movies did but uh it's interesting and it's always good to see the genre get recognized on a okay. grand scale like yeah. that no. and uh, i'm sure that movie will will come across see soon and we'll get to see that one so for those who have listened to us for a long time and you can listen to our catalog you can listen to our episodes in the past Uh, You don't have to believe me. You can hear it for a fact. We all are great prognosticators. We have predicted some really cool things. And unfortunately, there has been some pretty horrific things that we have predicted on this show. So uh, last week, we talked about Dune. It's a movie that we've uh, constantly talked about. Uh, In this case, not so bad. We just talked about the posters and how characters uh, tend to be focused more nowadays. And the Dune, the IMAX poster is very minimalist. And we all were impressed by that. And we wondered... Where are where's the character poster? Well, lo and behold, this week <laughs> we got what we were asking for. So, um, character posters for Dune. What did you guys think? Okay, so I really enjoy it. I, I it's like a steal, like a movie still in a way. I think usually I, the only ones that we tend to see are like superhero one, superhero like uh, movie posters with, with characters i really do think this is a really good way to introduce you to the characters uh especially for the people that haven't read the book dune or have only experienced it from david lynch's perspective i really do think this is a great way to give you a new outlook for uh for the characters that you're gonna about to encounter for the first time or you know for the second time maybe oh yeah completely agree 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a nice little reintroduction, uh, especially for this movie, which is uh, it's been like most movies has been delayed for quite a while now. Yeah. But um, you you like you actually had an interesting point regarding the posters and uh, a, a little bit of a concern, maybe possibly. So, well, yeah, and I'm you know this is just me. This is conspiracy, Blake. Is who this is, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so in the trailers, I've noticed that they're giving like a lot of attention to Jason Momoa's character duncan idaho and not very much show off of uh, gurney halleck and so on these posters jason momoa's posters like jason momoa as duncan idaho and then that's like josh brolin as gurney they're like not even giving him his full name so what i'm thinking spoiler alert sorry it's an old book it's a book from way back when so. yeah so and we don't know what the hell is going to happen in the movie. yeah we don't we don't know but duncan idaho gets killed he gets killed basically in the first act of the book and he's a real badass and he does a bunch of badass stuff before he gets killed and then gurney halleck is is kind of the pervasive character from the the royal family that that is go out in the desert in this in the sand dunes and such and i'm thinking conspiracy blake theory number one that they're actually keeping duncan idaho around in that role and not gurney halleck and so i think gurney's gonna die in the first act or, or first half of the movie and duncan will will we'll see that's my because uh momoa has the the name is has carries a little more weight you think yeah and like they don't even give gurney his full name. yeah i uh, mean yeah, well yeah well it's... i just think i think he's a cool character and like there's a lot of fighting involved and he would look cool fighting yeah I, I think i think it is a close one it is a close one but i think what momoa brings in that brolin doesn't or uh, yeah. the people who like to look at a long-haired good-looking what is he samoan polynesian or what polynesian yeah uh, he's he's a good-looking dude so yeah like, uh, better he's... looking than whereas josh brolin has ruggedly handsome he's more for the the moms, you know. Oh, we saw him in person. You could barely look at the man. He's so he's so gorgeous. <laughs> he like radiates beauty. Huh? Yeah, his hair is so cool. So pretty. he does have awesome hair. I wish he I could has do that. awesome. And he was wearing a Beetlejuice pants. Oh man, he was and roller skating inside <laughs> an auditorium. <laughs> skateboarding. Uh, skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah. No, roller skating would not be as cool. I'm sorry. Skateboarding. Man, that's well, let me cool. get my blades. Let me get my roller <laughs> blades. Yeah, then he would just be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which poster did you guys like? Because I guess this. I, I guess it's all the main characters that they have in the poster. Yeah. The, yeah, you know what? They're all really good. I actually like uh, Paul. Paul's Paul's pretty good. Paul, Paul but, uh, is really really cool. Paul's, he's real. He's super broody. Super broody. Um, I wish yeah. they put the. I the name is. I love the full name. I wish they yeah. didn't just put Paul because that that's good for the. They should have put Moadib, dude. It should say Moadib is what it should say. I also liked uh, Baron Harkonnen. Is um is the Baron is that the guy from the Marvel movies as well? Uh, like he's the Doctor. Uh, Skarsgård, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that him? Okay. Uh, there's so many Skarsgård that I can honestly, I don't know if he's the one from <laughs> It or he's the one from the Marvel movie. He's the one from Big Little Lies. Who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah. so many of them. Which one plays uh, Biz Marquis de Sade? <laughs> did you guys see the uh, the poster for that the, the, the movie we're about to review? I did. I'm looking at it right now. No, I did not. Yeah. Definitely check it out, Danny, and I'll kind of go over the movie real quickly. So The Nest, it sounds like a pretty typical horror movie. It's it's about a girl who's really attached to a teddy bear she picks up at a yard sale. After getting the teddy bear, shortly yeah. after, she has a seizure, and her mother begins to think that she is infected by some sort of parasite. The, so you saw the poster, Danny? Yeah. 
Okay, so this movie, within the first, uh, I don't know, five minutes, did you guys think it was going to be just a typical, basic horror movie? I did. I no. did. It's, it, I, I thought it set it up for itself to be pretty boilerplate. I mean, yeah, you get. Oh, you got, okay. Yeah. yeah, you got the the poster, which uh, is pretty cool. It, it's really great cool. poster. It's a, great yeah, it's poster. a very very cool poster. And then you have the creepy stuffed animal, mm-hmm. creepy old man, even the font, the kind of burning into the mm-hmm. to the. It's all very like you said. It's a boilerplate horror movie. So. I was that's what I was expecting at least. So did it meet that expectation or like or live down however you want to look at it? Both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Daddy? Did you Oh, and I'm sorry. Did you even uh, did you think it was going to be a typical horror movie or did you think I think I went cuz you we talked about the movie and I was my interest was peaked. Um so I was expecting a horror film. Like just, I guess, yeah, a run of a mill, something that we we've always kind of like questioned. My uh, girlfriend was like, "Do you, you know, like, what do you want to watch this movie?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, like, let me let me hold off on that because I don't know what we're gonna stand on this horror movie." I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. So, were you looking forward to seeing this basic horror movie? Because <sighs> I never see the posters, I don't read descriptions. I just go blind with when we re, re, we re, re, we review these movies. Uh, I saw the the bear, I guess, when we started going in, and then I thought of Puka, which is on Hulu. I thought we're gonna go into like these this kind of like cheesy horror. So I right. that's what I started expecting, like a cheesy horror, especially with that. So well, you didn't see the poster, but I was kind of expecting the same thing, especially that sort of poster. There's a certain expectation there. So I thought it was gonna be like Night of the Creeps. Uh, yeah, that's a fun cheesy horror movie. Great, cheesy horror cheesy. Movie. yeah, that's a really good one. Good old Tom scare. It never disappoints. Yeah. Unless you're watching Halloween. <laughs> so, um, so this movie, I think it actually goes beyond this typical is... horror. Um, so, and, and we'll get into the story right now. Um, the sound effects and it uh, play such an important part of it. Like, what did you think of the sounds? The the little clicky the clicky bug noise. I thought at first I was like, oh boy, they're gonna way overuse this. And it's not like they don't use a lot of it. It's just like it's always there, yeah. but I thought it was super creepy. Actually, I thought that was one of the more effective parts of the movie. Was like this horrible clickety clackety, huh, like mandibles moving. I don't know what mm-hmm. it's gross. Um, I would, I yeah, you're right. Very creepy. Very not overused. And just like you, based on the poster, I was like, oh man, we're gonna constantly hear this. Um, I equated them to like the cicadas. Is that what it is? Cicadas. Yes. Yeah, cicadas. cicadas. That's yeah. what it was like to me. Constantly hearing like not yeah. so much scary as it is annoying but then it gets to the point where it is kind of because you don't know how close it is or what it's gonna do yeah simple very simple but uh very effective i would agree Uh, um the characters in this and there's not a lot of characters in it um and really i'd say the main characters were the mother and the daughter but uh well no the father plays an important role yeah actually it's a pretty well-rounded cast so what what did you think of the character Uh, so I really like the characters. Oh man, I really did like the characters. Uh, it, I, I just, I do want to say, like the acting on this, like it wasn't, it was really, really good, and then it wasn't really, really good because uh, there was a conversation that the that the couple had, and I was like, this is so like not good, but the chemistry between them was really, really good. Uh, but I felt like it was very, very. I, I felt like these characters could live in amongst our world. Okay. That I, 
Yeah, it felt very genuine. And I, I really do like that none of them, some of them kind of broke a little bit of the character, I think out of their character, especially like the dad character. I, I really did enjoy them. The The constant paranoia was a really cool twist that I liked a lot. Yeah, um, I thought I thought they were believable. I thought they were believable. And who doesn't love a good D. Wallace performance? Come on. Yeah, D. Wallace is always good. Um, uh, Spoiler alert, we're going to go into some some aspects of the movie, but we won't ruin it for everyone. And there's a good amount of stuff I guess you can ruin in this one, so we certainly will not. Um, I don't think the dad really broke out of character because, well, he does have an excuse. I would say to act differently. You know, here's we talked about this last week about seeing one movie after another movie and it kind of makes it uh this movie and it's been a few weeks now but it has kind of a similar dynamic to uh my heart can't beat unless you tell it uh with the whole family and togetherness and things like that and that movie gets over so well and it's kind of similarly paced to that yeah um this movie doesn't have that same dynamic no no i would agree the, yeah. the, 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 the there's like a definite i mean the, the pacing of the movie is probably one of my biggest complaints and it's not that the characters weren't believable or the, the acting wasn't pretty good you know the little girl was actually super creepy mm-hmm. i thought she looked like i also thought she looked like woody harrelson <laughs> 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 but, uh, but, um, uh, they were all really good but the the pacing and like what this movie chooses to show you happening is, in the family dynamic is some of the most like i don't the boring Weird weird yeah and just like to me doesn't hold any real weight to like you could you could express a lot of that stuff either more briefly or in different ways and Mm -hmm. i i I thought they wasted some time in this book doing that it's a long movie too well you know it's almost two hours um the uh so you mentioned there not being weight to it so here's something that really bothered me about this movie because at first i thought i was really like kind of uh sucked in by it so Throughout the movie, uh, and without getting into spoilers, um, the mother is convinced, well, no, not throughout the movie. She starts to think that something's wrong with her daughter. She yeah. realizes something because her, her daughter's suffering from severe separation anxiety, I would say. And she starts to feel like something's wrong. However, people around her absolutely do not believe her. Like they're gaslighting her. But that's like whatever. What bothered me is that they would make comments like, why would we believe you? Or you know why the teacher didn't call you. Oh, that line fucking weirded me out, dude. Well, and then they when they finally do, I guess, reveal what the issue is, it's just one throwaway line and it has no impact at all on the movie. Yeah. I was really disappointed by that because that was an interesting plot thread and they could have done, they could have made the movie something totally different from any other horror movie. And they just kind of introduced it, but then they didn't do anything with it. And to your point, Blake, there is no weight behind all those weird comments that they were making. <laughs> and I feel that's where the dad character kind of like broke. Like it yeah. just, it, nothing started making a little bit of sense, uh, at least to that character. Uh, I Yeah, I, I could see where the, it doesn't hold weight. And that's, I think that was my, my complaint as well, because it, it just seemed so out of, out of normal, I guess, for this movie, even though it's kind of still in the early beginning. It's weird I don't know. Because... They, they show you something. Sorry, sorry. Don't go for it. Yeah, well, they, they also like show you a few things like visually in that first little part that they don't ever revisit like I, like did you notice like the creepy creepy wide-eyed girl in the corner of the room like yeah. so like they don't do anything with that and i was waiting the entire movie for that yeah it's kind <laughs> of weird the stuff that they 
focus on it. So the the plot, like the reason that it, I I would say it's not a typical horror movie because it very much starts off like a typical horror movie, and then it becomes this slow burn like mystery almost. Yeah. It's like what is wrong with the mom? Um, they very quickly, very very quickly reveal that yeah, she she's not crazy. Something's going on, which in and of yeah. itself is kind of disappointing because it defeats the point of the mystery. Yeah, it was weird that they it, it, like I was actually very, very interested in what the issue was with her. And then it's kind of like, you know, in the I guess it's the beginning of the third act or a little past the middle where the husband just makes this one off comment about what, you know, why people might not believe her. And then they just move on with their lives. No, no, I, it kind of didn't sit well with me. No, I, I yeah, well, I don't want to spoil. But yeah, the, 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 some huge missed opportunities about right at the beginning of the third act. Yeah, it's it's pretty surprising. Um, so so this movie really like a horror movie, uh, more like a mystery though. It kind of depends on how much tension the audience feels. So, uh, do you think it got the tension across well? No, not me. I don't. No, I was not tense. Right. Um, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it did. I, I mean, I like I, they got me on the mystery part of it for her. I was like, oh, yeah. what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I, I I do think that there is tension in it. I I do think so, and I I think it. I think it came out pretty well for that. A lot of the stuff that I, I guess, because I was enjoying other aspects of this movie that I might have bypassed some other <laughs> like alarms or red flags. But I, I did think there was some tension in it. Um, I mean, not uh, I was like, oh my, I was not at the edge of my seat, but I was. You're I, a ha- you're a half pucker. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I was half caught. <laughs> the um, so what do you guys think of the special effects? So I mean. Based on the poster, you know there's going to be a shit ton of bugs in this movie, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so uh, poster doesn't quite live up to that explanation, but uh, it does have some special effects in it. What do you think of the special effects? Bug legs are creepy. Do <laughs> bug legs? Uh, you know, so I when they give you the 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 little brief moments of real creepy imagery, they're real good. Uh, I actually did think that the the imagery and and vibe of like the what happens with the monster uh monsters uh, little creatures uh I, it was uber creepy and and and, and haunting I, possibly my favorite scene in the movie is when the daughter has a confrontation with one of her schoolmates <laughs> and then she's kind of staring her down and all you see is like you mentioned you just see a leg hanging out of her mouth yeah and i thought that was awesome i thought that was so cool yeah i did too and like the getting back to that whole sound thing like they use it in conjunction with that. So you like it, you basically start to realize like anytime you hear that, it's because they're in somebody's mouth right there. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're like, they're watching, like kind of controlling by like literally hanging out in the person's mouth. It's gross. Uh, so I think I, I guess I didn't see the, the poster, but, and I, I guess I didn't expect bugs really, but I did expect bigger special effects. Yeah, me too. Uh, Cause I saw the special effects supervisor or something like that, like that on the credits. Uh, the opening credits and I was like oh cool we're gonna have like something that might actually look good I did not expect like little legs to be so like spiders and all that kind of stuff are kind of creepy in conjunction with like the the, the little like thing yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it it worked really really well and uh, uh the pulse setting teddy bear was really gross <laughs> super fucking cool yeah super fucking cool uh, yeah, that was really well there's some cool scenes with the teddy bear absolutely <laughs> Which is a funny thing to say, right? About <laughs> <laughs> well, I think some of it is on there's there's a scene that's pretty uh graphic. I, I think it's alluding to something, right? Like it opens up in a pretty suggestive way. I it think. does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. 
So the ending, and then we won't ruin it for anybody. But did you guys like the ending? I, I actually enjoyed the ending. I, it was really cool. It was very Twilight Zone, Outer Limits. But I it liked was. It. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Was was Outer Limits, and what I really hoped was a little bit broader of an ending, maybe like a little bit more grand. But you still, it still gets the point across. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What about you, Danny? What do you think of the ending? I can't say much about it without spoiling it, but okay. I fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> cool. So the the real big question to me is, uh, so the uh, daughter pretty much guilts her mother into getting her this dirty teddy bear at a yard sale um, right after they go to the park to play. And mm-hmm. uh, the girl has a seizure. Uh, the dirty teddy bear is right next to her. Why didn't they throw the teddy bear away? It's disgusting. Yeah, it was also covered in chocolate sauce. Yeah, a bloody teddy bear that you got at a yard sale that all of a sudden your daughter, who was fine before, has a seizure. Why didn't they ever throw the teddy bear away? You know what? There's there's some plot holes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, You you, you know, also as a parent now, your child will love uh, weird shit. I have to throw away a lot of like things because I'm like, no, you can't play with it. And then I think about it. I'm like, oh, there's the key word right there. You just said it. I had to throw away. Yeah. Well, there's (laughs) other things I haven't thrown away. Unless they probably didn't cause a seizure and were covered in blood either. Dude, would you would you buy your kid a teddy bear that looked like that? No. It's too <laughs> it's that too was ugly. a long pause. Okay. It's right. too yeah. ugly. It's too it, ugly. It's, it's it's creepy. And and would you let her keep it after she, uh, she had a Caesar <laughs> holding it in the woods? Yeah. And it would ended up covering the blood. It's, it's, it's a weird decision. It's a really weird decision. Honey, this teddy bear is full of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so so like the nest, uh sea or no sea. Oh man, this is such a tough one, man. I I, I've been I really I've been thinking about what I was gonna say for this uh, for a couple of days now and uh, I while I liked it I thought there was some stuff that was pretty neat about it I'm gonna have to say pass I think it takes a little too long getting going and I don't think the payoff is exactly what I had hoped and that's a personal thing but I'm gonna say don't see wow and uh, Danny see or no see the nest. I agree with some of the things that Blake said uh, it does take a little bit long but I think there is a good payoff i would say definitely check this out i enjoyed it a lot also what the fuck we need to stop watching these movies with kids because i'm getting <laughs> fucking like paranoid now i agree with uh both of you it takes a while to get going uh really really gruesome i think but you know what um un- unlike blake and like blake said it's a personal thing i actually didn't enjoy the payoff at the end so definitely i would say see the nest it's out on a video on demand right now <laughs> So this is uh, for summer horror, we were kind of knocking our heads against the wall. So what represents summer and carnivals? Who doesn't love going to the carnival in the summer? When's the last time you guys went to a carnival? Man, that's such a great question. Probably like five years ago. I am. Um, do uh, would you count church bazaars as carnivals? Because um, we would go to uh, the church bazaar pretty. Yeah, they're... I mean, is there rides a ride of any kind? There's you know, the little roller coaster. There's a, totally the nuts you, carnival. You, yeah. you can play guitar hero under a tent. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. And they have funnel cake. So I mean, yeah, but I was about to say if they have gorditas, corn dogs, and funnel cakes, you're in good shape. Yeah, so I guess I've gone to carnivals fairly recently, but like an actual Ringley Brothers three ring circus oh, type man. deal. That's I've only ever been to the circus like one time. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> animal, animal cruelty stuff. Yeah, okay, kinda, that's kinda what it is. Killed the circus. Okay. Yeah, this is true. And I, actually, I still I haven't been able to go into pet stores almost my entire life. So that's probably why I've never even wanted to go to a circus. <laughs> it, 
it kind of reminds me of that Chris Rock joke. Where, remember when I don't know if it was Siegfried or Roy, like the tiger attacked him. Yeah, I think it was and people were like, Roy, yeah, yeah, and then and people the Chris Rock thing is like people were like, oh my god, that tiger went crazy, and he's like, that tiger didn't go crazy, that tiger went tiger. Which has nothing to do with this week's movie. Uh, Carnival of Souls <laughs> is from uh, 1961. 61, uh, 62. You see it marked as both. Yeah, yeah. Depending on who you ask and what, uh, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Aggregator you're looking for. It's either right. from 1961 or 1962. But um, the movie is about a woman who is in a car accident. She moves to a different town um uh, she, uh, she moves to Utah to continue her job as an organ player. However, she's haunted by something or another. This movie, um, did the opening throw you off? Because I was like, oh my gosh, should I start this in the middle? Oh, I love the cold open thing. It was actually <laughs> cool, yeah. It just like, it just, <laughs> just like, st- just start. mid-sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I, I rewound it, and then I rewound it a second time, because I was like, there's no way this movie starts like this. Uh, totally. Uh, um, cool, ending, uh, cool opening, uh, totally shocking, but it kind of leads to something that's pretty noticeable to me about the movie. Uh, I thought the editing was kind of off a little bit. Oh, I think this is like a first-time filmmakers yeah. first first film like didn't know what the fuck he was doing at all and like fell ass backwards into some actually cool shit <laughs> some avant-garde <laughs> yeah so uh speaking of avant-garde what did you think of the off-center credits oh, oh i love artistic that. choice <laughs> i love that oh so much i don't ahead, think Dad, we get that i don't think we ever get that as much any or any more after really. I, very like, very rarely so i really enjoyed it a lot oh well, we were watching it and then the the credits are well like you get the kind of the wacky start and then carnival souls kind of spells out over the water and mm-hmm. the credits are somewhat normal and then they start getting all slanty and off center and stuff and i told regina i was like oh shit you better buckle in because it's about <laughs> to get crazy the 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 music what do you think of, i mean it's a huge part of the movie what do you guys think oh, of the yeah. music i love oh, acid God. jazz <laughs> I, I liked everything but the organ I oh fucking, the organ stuff was wacky dude but i like i hated it, it so oh, much it. Yeah, i hated it I, I, it made her eyes would. like a wall it was awesome <laughs> I, I thought i i i figured we would all be on different pages with the organ stuff i thought it was really cool <laughs> like yeah it, i loved it I, I thought it really added to the atmosphere because, okay, so really, what the hell is going on in this movie? It's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, yeah. So she wrecks her car, or she's in a car wreck. She's a passenger, I believe. Also, also, I'm sorry to interrupt. Like, funniest yeah. car accident I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> totally. What a bunch of jackassery, man. Um, but yeah, they get juice. They, they go into the. Yeah, <laughs> just less bikinis and beer drinking. But uh, yeah, so they go off a bridge into the water. I mean, it looks like everybody's fucked. Like, you don't even see that car float for a second. Then she gets pulled, right? She's the only one pulled from the river. She uh, actually walks out of it. She yeah. just walks out of it. Okay, as the yeah. lone survivor. Walks out under her own power. Oh, and this is yes. from 1961, so spoilers. Big time yeah, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> big, big time spoilers. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, and so then she's so traumatized by this that she leaves town? Um, yeah. I, I, I guess yeah she she figures like there I have no, there's nothing for me here which makes okay. sense some dudes ran around loser her, basically yeah true true she's like I'm going to go organ elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> what what did you th- well I guess before I ask this question 
there's a part where uh, at her new job, her boss tells her, oh, this is so profane. This is awful. You have to go. My question is, what's the difference between good organ playing and bad organ playing? You know, Bear what? butterfly. All the- <laughs> good. Yeah. good. Everything else? Questionable. Like, Phantom of the Opera is pretty great. Yes. Well, we're we're watching it, and I'm she, and then the guy's like, "Oh, that's so profane!" And I was like, "What was wrong with it?" It sounded it exactly... was her it was her bare ankles, man. She was showing so much ankle. Uh, she was showing off a lot of ankle. A lot pretty, of ankle, man. Sexy. Yeah. Oh, what did you think of that? The, before she moves to Utah, she's playing the organ, and it like fills up like the whole first floor of a building or something. It's oh, this shit. amazing overhead scene. What did you think of that? What, what would you think of the camera work in general? There's some pretty. Uh, wild stuff in this. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Ahead, yeah, I agree. There's some pretty wild stuff in this movie. Uh, some of the camera work is pretty good, I guess. I mean, I was not so thrilled about <laughs> this, I guess, a lot of this movie. Uh, and there's some things that I do like, however, with the ca- with the camera. And I do like that organ shot a lot. But uh, yeah, this movie cameras work i don't know i don't there's something Dude, about, like, i'm telling you i'm movies. telling you this guy just was like trying shit out like he was like you know what i got this fucking camera i'll make a fucking movie i'm gonna do whatever i want and I, he did some cool shit there was some cool like double like mirror shit awesome <laughs> when she's yeah. driving the car oh yeah so good yeah i i want to say it's like innovative like there was some kind of innovative shit happening in this movie sporadically <laughs> because some some of the other stuff it also kind of felt like this like real grindhousey like sleazeball movie every now and again which i like mm-hmm. yeah well, well there's a lot of sleazeball stuff going on there and it is kind of like uh i i think one of the funniest things is um she kind of has an episode out in public and a, do- uh, a guy tells her i'm a doctor I-, I can help you come talk to me i will we will i will help you get through this and then like 10 minutes later he's like look i'm no psychiatrist what kind of help are you gonna offer he's like i think the the help he was gonna offer is uh would you like to star in a movie yeah Yeah. the um so um you mentioned that it's uh innovative so this movie is not we we talked a few months back about movies being described as lynchian this movie obviously is not lynchian because it predates david lynch it's often cited as one of his um, uh, um, inspirations. Uh, Romero also has cited this movie as, a, as an inspiration. To, can you see either of those two in this movie? I mean, obviously with the zombies, it's pretty. Yeah. No, the zombies look have a serious, very similar like dead eye, uh, mm-hmm. dark makeup look. But yeah, no, I, I actually even thought to myself that I was like, man, this is this has got some some Lynch quality. And I would even say that like, uh, like was it Lost Highway? Kind of, kind, yeah. kind of cribs, kind of cribs on this even maybe. Yeah. It actually, it's funny that you say that. We're watching it, and uh, there's a scene, and gosh, I don't even remember what scene is, but Regina straight up says, "Oh, that's like in Lost Highway. I haven't seen wow. that in a while. I should watch it again." Wow, <laughs> Regina knows her shit, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty crazy. But yeah, you can um, the Romero influence or the influence on Romero is pretty obvious. Sure. Obvious, and uh, I'd say the Lynch uh, influence is pretty obvious also. And um, I think you're right a lot about a lot of it. It's uh, it is very innovative, and it's pretty like some of the camera work is just it's not just great. It's amazing what this guy does sometimes. Yeah. But there there is very much the feeling that he just. This isn't a genius at work here. Yeah. <laughs> An idiot survivor. <laughs> and, 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 Her- and, 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 his name's Herc, by the way. 
Herc Harvey, dude. I was going to say, so it's like Herc Henry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, you talked about sleazeball yeah. characters. We got our main character. Excuse me, we got our main character. And then we have her neighbor. <laughs> so, uh, how John Lovitz? <laughs> John Lovitz guy here. Um, how, how, uh, so this guy, um, I guess hashtag me too was kind of made for people like this. Oh right? man, yeah, what a fucking dirt bag, dude. Like, <laughs> I, he's like immediately just kind of like haunting around the door in the hallway, looking peeping at her through cracks in the door. Like, hey, come on over, I'll get you a cup of coffee, you know, not for nothing. Like, yeah, I don't watch the glasses, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, yeah, because you don't want to lose the flavor. For and if you're gonna drink coffee, you're gonna, definitely gonna add a little something from your flask, <laughs> even though it's sunrise. <laughs> I think it's really funny that uh, his he's mentioned early by name, and uh, we don't actually see him until she's taking a bath. That's yeah, when he yeah. magically appears at her door almost. Yeah, uh, yeah this dude, uh, no means no, was completely invented for this guy which he never takes for an answer even though she's obviously like that wants nothing to do with him uh, <laughs> yes. and, and it's funny because there's sometimes you, you you watch a character and you're like gosh he's a total sleaze but i kind of like him and you never can get by <laughs> no <laughs> no you're waiting for like i was like oh i can't wait for something horrible to happen to this fucking guy <laughs> You know, yeah, I, I was thinking the whole time that uh, this is the guy who's gonna like the Carnival of Souls is gonna be built on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's gonna be the opening for it. Um, what do you guys think of the? There's a, a very uh, I don't know what the word for it. They build a really good atmosphere in this movie. Like the t- wow. the mood is awesome. It is. It, it's eerie and like um, it is. I'm not guards kind of a good word for it, but it's like it has you confused and uneasy is the best way, word I could come up with. It's like you're kind of uneasy for her the entire time, and you there's sympathy for her. you feel bad for her, but you're also like, man, is like is she a fucking is she just a lunatic? It's it, it, it's strange. It's it's a strange vibe, but it works really well. Yeah, I, I again this one like yeah the camera work and that like that you know he kind of lucked into a lot of stuff. I think the that like world building that was all on purpose. I think he did an excellent job of that. Yeah, in particular the the actual like um, when towards the end of the movie when she's like finding her way through like that abandoned carnival site. Mm-hmm. And they they like cut in those like dance sequences and stuff like that. Like whoever, I mean, I feel like that was like had some really great purpose. And they it's not overdone. It's like it's really really cool. Reminded me of The Shining, even. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I I don't know. I don't I didn't see I don't see any of what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I just Talking. felt it. <laughs> like I, I see where maybe some of like the Lipsian like what would be I guess inspired by that but I I've just I overall this movie was not that great it, it took me two tries to watch this movie and it's <laughs> a short movie too it's a short fucking film uh it, it's just that, like the first half like, I was like all right like I I kitty went down and I just couldn't pay attention to it at all I, at all and is it because it looks so cheap like every now and again i thought this movie had like a super cheap like like i said like sleazebag <laughs> fucking like porno movie kind of it, shooting it, yeah this was maybe a, maybe this, it's made for mst3k oh, <laughs> for sure. like, 
the biggest turnoff for me was the the voices and the organ. <laughs> and I was like, this is one of the reasons why I don't like watching a lot of these like films, I guess these older like horror films, because they all talk like this. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, it just like the movies from that time in general. Yeah. You think so? I, I just yeah. I, I I couldn't uh, come I, on, Dame. Have a cup of coffee with me. <laughs> come on. That, that guy was super creep. And <laughs> I I really I was like, man, this guy's super persistent. Like this guy needs to like get persistent out. would be a compliment. He's uh yeah, <laughs> he's super something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's definitely super, something super, but you know, like I just I man, I just wish I had more to say about this film because like, I, I just wish I had an hour and 18 minutes of my life back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not the only one who thinks that because when this movie came out in 61, 62, it flopped pretty hard. And it wasn't until decades later that people like started to look at it uh, with different eyes. Right. Uh, right. So are you, and I guess Danny, not so much you, but I'll still throw the question out there. Are you guys su- surprised that this movie flopped in 61? This is years before Romero, like, you know, invented a, a, a new genre of horror, horror and even longer before slashers became super popular. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. Like, uh, it's if if you really look at it through that scope, I mean, there was nothing out there like this. You know, yeah. we're all we're all used to this kind of weird shit now. Like, this is like this is like baby steps weird shit. But like, <laughs> but like back in the day, this was obviously super strange. You know, and uh, like uh, unnerving. You know, like it, way different than like a Vincent Price thing. It's 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 completely different style of filmmaking. So yeah, I could totally. And like I said, uh, to me, it does look extremely cheap sometimes. And I think that couldn't have played well, you know, back. I think that, yeah, like because of when it came out, um, I, I think it is ahead of its time very much so because horror at this time, I'm thinking is like, you know, I was a teenage werewolf type of thing yeah, when this right. came out. So um, I can see that where people, when this came out in 61, they would be like, this is stupid. Like this makes no sense and it looks cheap. Yeah. Like where, where, when am I supposed to hug the person next to me? Cause they're really scared because I don't right. feel that kind of fear from this movie I, it makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable more than anything yeah. else so let's get out of this theater get a cup of coffee <laughs> get, some bourbon. get a cup of coffee and put some beer in it yeah. Uh, yeah. you know however i did feel like it was it could have been one of a lesser known twilight zone episode yeah, that, that's kind of it, yeah. that's that's how i felt throughout this one i was like why is this like a twilight i mean i liked a lot of the concepts i, I just i this just was super rough for me to watch. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so if this movie so there's been a remake for it and I, I don't know if you guys seen the remake. It's a, I want to say it's a Wes Craven remake. But, uh, oh shit! They they pretty much reach they what I remember is everything's different except for the uh, the ending is basically she's I guess she's been dead the whole time. Yeah. yeah so they, they they keep that of it if I remember, but the rest of it is like completely different. Like when I watched this movie, uh, this uh, it was like nothing I. Ever seen it was nothing that I had ever seen before. The West Craven one is different, but um, if this movie, Carnival Souls, the 1961 version, if it were to come out right now, do you think it would like move the needle at all? Like, like you mentioned, it's just baby steps, yeah. I mean, probably not. Uh, I, and like ultimately. Well, I do enjoy this movie. It does have one of my most fucking hated endings, which is like, oh, well, no, none of that actually happened. She mm-hmm. was fucking dead. You know, like, yeah. I fucking hate that shit. And 
you know, even though this is like maybe one of the earliest versions of that, like it never works for me. And uh, so I, I would hope they would have to like freshen that up a little bit. Um, the concept is cool though. Like go, I love like somebody going mad. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I do like that. So I think there's room for some more uh, people delving into madness. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the, they were dead all the whole time. It was all it a, was dream. a dream. Yeah. Like yeah. Vanilla sky uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a complete waste of your time. It's like, well, what the hell did I watch this for? Yeah. And then um, <laughs> this one, I was able to forgive I, how did I rationalize it to myself? I think because she was having interactions with her. Oh, I just said she's a ghost. That's how I took it. Wow. She's a ghost. She can talk to real people. People can see this ghost in the real world is how I accepted it all. Um, oh, I like that. I like your expression. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, and this is one of those things where the movie absolutely does not tell you. I mean, you know she's dead, but you also know she's talking to people so and also you know that a creepy guy is into her so i don't know i'm thinking well i mean what i took it as is like this creepy guy's into her the uh i took it as like oh well this is like basically like what she experienced like as she was dying it's like a jacob's ladder like oh. types mm. type situation so well, like that's you know, cool too yeah <laughs> that's that's what made it okay for me <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of cool. Her own hell, even. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, Carnival of Souls, 1961. Uh, Danny, I'll start with you. See or no see? You know what? Uh, despite my review, I, I really do think uh, if you're, if you, I guess, if you haven't really seen these kind of movies, I like or this kind of this movie specifically, I would say definitely watch it. It's, but if you like David Lynch, if you like the the weird avant garde horror that this is, definitely go check it out. It's not a movie for me. Thank you. What about you, Blake? Uh, Carnival of Souls, the original, C okay. or no C? You know, um, I hadn't watched it in a really, 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 really long time. And uh, I, 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 it was like a breath of old air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, while I do have my problems with it, yeah, I, I think this is kind of like definitely cult movie horror genre cinema you have to you have to at least check out once yeah i agree with you like it has its problems has a lot of problems and there's so, so much so that they're laugh out loud type of problems <laughs> but um I, I loved it though i enjoyed the hell out of it i definitely if you're a horror genre fan definitely need to watch it but just in general if you just want to see someone go out on a limb or, or someone try to make a movie i guess it's definitely worth your time so for sure check it out it's on shutter right now um, every Saturday, you can find us here. We're part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting ne- Network. We're just one of many horror-themed podcasts. We have an open review policy. If there's anything you need to see or you got an idea for a theme month for us, let us know. And while you're doing that, you can also... Oh, my compass just fell. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, Adventures in Movies. You can also find Nathaniel or Pat, as I like to call him on Instagram at Nathan Portaste. Uh, you can find me, Danny, on Twitter and Instagram at default underscore player. And you can find the many talent, the many man of talents. <laughs> the Blake, many man of talents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter at 4 Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, so yeah, come on down to the podcast. Have a cup of coffee with me. Uh, next week, we got fever. <laughs> The only cure is more cowbell. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, Amazon Music, they have podcasts now, including us. So you can check us out there. Or you can just go to Morbidly Beautiful. 
wherever you listen to us make sure to give us a rating or just tell a friend to listen and that's our cue we will talk to you next week you want to come over no adios <laughs>